The fundamental question that these parables ask is this. Is it possible for someone who has fallen away from the faith, a baptized child, to be brought to repentance? And the answer is yes, a thousand times yes. It has to be yes. Or I'm damned. And so are you. Pastor Peter Bender speaking at the 2023 Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference. But if we as earthly parents love our children in spite of the fact that they rebel and maybe wander from home, how much more does the Father's love for us in Christ Jesus never cease? That is the birthright that you and I have been given in our baptism. That is our consolation. You can watch and listen to Pastor Peter Bender's teaching, Making the Case for a Dying Man's Consolation, and all of the presentations from this year's conference for a contribution of $300. It's available via on-demand video stream or podcast. Learn more at issuesetc.org. There is no common ground possible between the people who believe in objective truth and cultural Marxists. Parents, social media is undermining you. Left and right. I mean, it's like dumping a bucket of termites outside your house every day and then thinking, it'll be fine. They won't mess with my house. Feminism has told us that our our children are the obstacle to our happiness instead of a means to our happiness. You know, when we take those tender and important and precious relationships away from women, they're not going to be more fulfilled without it. You know, Luther said on his deathbed that we're beggars all. He could have said we're all dogs receiving crumbs from our master's table. This is Mark from Michigan, and I am a lawnmower listener. We love issues, etc. It sounds like a satirical post from the Babylon Bee. Christian teacher claims to travel in time. It isn't. Katie Souza actually claims that she has traveled in time, that she's done it many, many times, that she's gone back thousands of years, not just by her spirit, not just in her mind or mentally. She says body, soul, and spirit back in time and back in location to, as she says, address some problems in her bloodline. Greetings and welcome to Issues Etc. Live on this Friday afternoon, September the 1st. I'm Todd Wilkin. Thanks for tuning us in. It's This Week in Pop Christianity today. Katie Souza and her claims of time travel. Pastor Chris Rosebro joins us. He's pastor of Consfinger Lutheran Church in Oslo, Minnesota, and he's creator and host of the YouTube channel, Fighting for the Faith. Chris, welcome back. Thanks for having me back, Todd. Is there any account in Scripture of a mere human being traveling in time? <laughs> yes, all of the uh, accounts of the patriarchs and the, the apostles and prophets, every one of them move forward in time in a forward direction at the same pace. <laughs> you know, there is no example of Christians traveling in time uh, like you would see from Back to the Future or Doctor Who or anything like this. Uh, me being able to go forward in time or backward in time at a different speed than we all already go. So when you talk about time travel, you can, in one sense, say, yes, we're all traveling through time and space at the normal rate that God created us to travel through time and space, but there is no deviation from that. So before we get into the Katie Souza and her claims, we're actually both old enough to remember the likes of Benny Hinn, and who would occasionally just come up with something that was completely off the wall, He'd be on the Trinity Broadcasting Network, he'd say it, and there was just that one beat 
where everyone's sitting there in the gilded chairs. We're trying to figure out if he's joking or not. And then they, and they oh, he's serious. And then they all go along with it. Is that kind of what's happening here with Katie Souza? <laughs> I think it's worse than that. Katie Souza has been on several notable programs, including on God TV, promoting this doctrine of Christian time travel. And she's been out there kind of promoting this for more than two years at this point, but she keeps popping up in my feed as she makes the rounds recently uh, teaching on this. And the guy who's interviewing, his name is Rob Hotchkin, and uh, he's closely associated with uh, Patricia King and her so-called ministry. And this guy is like fully on board. He is a full-on believer in Christian time travel. In fact, he even thinks that this stuff is kind of like old hat now. It's something that's, uh, this isn't a new and shiny doctrine. It, for him, he's kind of looking for the next level of what this means. So he's not just going along with her dropping some weird, absurd story and and just going along with it. He is a full-on believer in this and even claims that he has direct revelation from Jesus to back up this concept of Christian time travel. Who is Katie Sousa? So Katie Sousa is a disciple of Patricia King, and she's been on the scene now for better than a decade. She's a former criminal. She used to cook crystal meth as a druggie and uh, and got in a lot of trouble with the law. She claims that she's had a radical conversion to Christianity. She was trained to do ministry under Patricia King and, and her extreme prophetic ministry, and has now got her own channel on YouTube that has more than 100,000 subscribers. And so Katie Sousa is a regular, not only on YouTube, but also on God TV, and many prominent charismatic interview programs. So she's very well known. How important is it in pop Christianity for the teacher to have something new on a regular basis, maybe if not every year, every couple of years, to come up with something new and different? Uh, I would note that that is almost mandatory. The one thing I've noticed among American evangelicals is a complete intolerance for old revelation and a focus in on what the Bible literally says and what it literally means, because that would require you to keep going over the same material with some depth, with some frequency. And so as a result of it, there is a kind of like the Athenians that uh, Paul spoke to up on Mars Hill. They, They are constantly wanting to talk about and find something new to talk about. And so this is one of the major currents within Christianity is an intolerance for the old and the well-worn and the the constant need for novelty. Why is that? (laughs) Because they're not taught the scriptures. I know it seems like a weird answer, but the long and the short of it is, is that if you go to like your average big box, mildly charismatic megachurch, you are not going to be taught God's word with any substance and with any depth. And instead, you're going to have basically the same, if you would, they have their own lectionary. And so at the beginning of the year, you have them recasting the vision of the church. Then you get into February. February is the time when St. Valentine's is, so we'll get a sermon series 
on how to have better sex and more meaningful relationships with people of the opposite sex. And of course, when people come together and have sex, they have kids. So then you'll do a whole series on kids and how to raise them or how to be more effective as a parent, which is then followed by the summer season, which will preach on popular movies. And then when we get into the fall kickoff season, pick something relevant or whatever before you get into Thanksgiving and then and into Christmas. And at the end of all of this, you've been given a smattering of verses out of context. And always and again, the emphasis is on the application. So an application at its core is preaching of the law. And and so what happens is, is that they are very used to basically told, if you apply these verses, if you are obedient to this, if you lean into that, then you're going to expect these kind of results. And that kind of shallow preaching if you turn around and do it again the next year and then the year after that, you're going to bore your audience to tears and they become annoyed and bored with that kind of preaching and teaching. And as a result of it, they instead desire to hear something new, more exciting, something entertaining that holds their grasp because that old application kind of stuff is just boring to them. In the midst of all of this, I would say those people who attend churches like that, they've never rightly been taught God's Word, nor have they experienced the drama and the depth of what the Scriptures really bring to us. And their annoyance at the Scriptures is really, in fact, an annoyance at people who've mishandled the text. But that's part of what's driving, a big part of what's driving that need for novelty. What are we going to hear first from Katie? Okay, so Rob Hodgkins and Katie Sousa are going to be setting the foundation here and why it is important for Christians to have time travel. We're going to talk about today's, we're going to talk this topic about time travel, yeah. Christian time travel. Yeah. For me, this really all started because we've talked about this topic off and on for yeah. years now between the two of us. Yeah. This started for me actually probably a, about a decade ago in a hotel room in Singapore wow. where I was ministering and I had actually just come out of the shower and was in, in the, the main room and the Lord he manifested his presence yeah. and he invited me to sit down. When I did, he spoke to me and he said, I want you to remind my church I'm the Alpha and the Omega. And Come on. my response to him was, well, Lord, I think we know that. Right. And he said, no, most of my church thinks of me as the Alpha, then the Omega, not ah, the Alpha and the Omega. So true. They know I was at the beginning and they know I'll be at the end, but they don't understand that he went like this. I am the beginning and the end all at once. Wow. And when he clapped his hands together oh. in the spirit, something went into me that for over a decade Whoa. he's continuing to unpack about how we can access the eternal realm from here in the temporal yeah, realm. Yeah, we can and access. there's so yeah. many facets to that that oh, we, could, we could do a three-day conference on oh, that yeah. between the two of us. For sure. But today, the reason I wanted to have you on is because God continues to highlight to me the importance of understanding that while we're in the world, we're not of the world. And part yeah. of that includes while we're in time and space, we're not of time and space. We're of the eternal realm. Yeah. We're of the, the realm of the great I am. Because right. God is the I am, which means he's always present tense. Right. He's always present and he's always present tense. And that means everything of God in its fullness is ours in him and can be accessed. And everything includes being able to uh, go back in time That's to it. solve issues yep. and to go forward in time and to pull in promises that weren't scheduled to happen for years, even decades, right, into our now. The more you walk through this revelation, yeah. you know, for me, going back 
happened all the time. Right. I, I got it to where, you know, that was a regular visitation This for was me. one of your teachings that I loved, yeah, In the Mist, where right. you started teaching about moving through time to see issues resolved oh, in Oh, yeah. Your life. And it was so, it was such, I, I locked myself in my bedroom for three months straight and got the revelation on what is that? How do you do it? How does it work? What, what propels you into that activation? You know, and, and God showed me through revelation how to do it. And I was always, you know, going back to, you know, places in my past and times in my past where things came upon my bloodline even thousands of years back and and then when I would come back I would know I would go because I would come back and I would be healed of a disease okay Chris they're not talking about what you call in some sectors of psychiatry or psychology like a mental regression are they no <laughs> I would note at the risk of sounding uncharitable, they both sound like mental patients. This is not grounded in reality. This is a problem here. And she's legitimately talking about somehow through direct revelation, she now understands the principles and she's been activated in being able to travel forwards and backwards in time, even thousands of years for the purpose of problem solving and problem solving bloodline diseases and things like this in her ancestry and she that's one of the reasons why this is such an important doctrine and of course you're going to note then that even rob hodgkin makes it clear that he became really aware of this because he claims that jesus fully manifested in his hotel room in singapore and told him that he needs to remind everybody that he's the Alpha and the Omega, and that Jesus carefully explained to him it wasn't that he's the Alpha and then he's the Omega, but he's both at the same time and kind of clapped his hands. And you'll note that none of this is based upon any biblical texts. So it is true that Christ is the I am, and that God refers to himself as I am. But you'll note that they extrapolated from that biblical truth. That if Christ is the I am, that's present tense. That means that whatever the fullness of whatever God has in the, in the eternal realm, that's ours presently. That was their claim. And my immediate response was, by what stretch of logic did you make that conclusion? Just because Jesus is the I am, how does that mean that because... That means you have the fullness of whatever God has, including the ability to travel backwards and forwards in time. There are no biblical texts that say this. In fact, I would note that there are two passages that one should consider in hearing this type of teaching. And that is in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. The Apostle Paul specifically says, so that you may learn by us not to go beyond what is written. Paul is admonishing the church at Corinth, do not go beyond what is written. I would note that Katie Sousa and Rob Hodgkins, they, they're way beyond what's written in Scripture. But there's an even clearer passage in the epistle of 2 John, uh, verse 8. The apostle John writes, watch yourselves so that you may not lose what we have worked for, but may win a full reward. Everyone who goes on ahead and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. And you'll note, in, in both Rob Hodgkin and Katie Sousa, they are not abiding in the teaching of Christ. They are literally adding doctrines and practices that are nowhere to be found in Scripture. They're way outside of the biblical text. And all of this is justified because they claim that they've had 
direct revelation with God. Katie Sousa was locked up in a room for three months, whole three months where she was getting revelation from God and asking God the details of how this, how this time travel thing works and all this kind of stuff. They weren't reading their Bibles. All of this is from a different source altogether, and it's not a biblical one. It's not a good one. It's, it's a bad one. Okay. She claimed to have been time traveling for years I think I heard her say that there was times that she traveled back thousands of years to yes. when something came upon her bloodline. What in the world is she referring to? <laughs> She's going to explain that with a little bit more detail in one of our upcoming cuts. But the idea then is, is that in her way of thinking is that each and every one of us, there's like an event that in our past that somehow has affected our present. And it may be in your lifetime or maybe in a, in a relative's lifetime. So maybe your mother, you know, she had a gambling habit. And as a result of it, she lost the family inheritance. And as a result of it, your family has been in poverty ever since. And so in her way of thinking, you've got to go back in time to fix your mother's gambling habit and therefore breaking that curse of poverty that's been on your family for all of these years. Of course, my immediate question is, well, why don't you just go all the way back to the Garden of Eden and kill the darn snake when it was trying to talk to our parents so we never fell into sin? That would solve like every single sin, every consequence of sin and every curse right then and there. But you'll know they don't think these ways. And so what they're trying to get you to do is to buy into this doctrine, this practice of hers, buy her books and her DVDs where she goes into greater details teaching about it. And then you're supposed to go back and, and become Doctor Who in your own family and travel back in time and fix different events so that they are resolved in a, in a way that leads to a better results in your life. Pastor Chris Rosebro is our guest. It's This Week in Pop Christianity. We are talking about Katie Souza and her claims of time travel. If you can do it, back a thousand years or thousands of years why not just one day show us you can do it this week on the word of the lord endures forever we continue our adventures in acts with the gospel comes to corinth persecution in corinth paul returns to antioch apollos and two years in ephesus join me Pastor Will Whedon, for the word of the Lord endures forever. Your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. Have you ever pondered the limits of archaeology? What can it tell us? What can't it tell us? Well, Dr. David Adams takes up this topic in the September issue of The Lutheran Witness, where he discusses the fact that archaeology ultimately doesn't prove anything. It simply gives us the facts that have to be interpreted. To learn more, pick up your copy of The Lutheran Witness, visit cph.org witness or the Lutheran Witness website, witness.lcms.org to learn more. The Lutheran Witness, interpreting the world from a Lutheran perspective. Spiritual and religious. You're listening to Issues Etc., this is a short ad, and I don't have time to explain the whole thing to you, but you and your family need a good Lutheran church. You need this for spiritual nourishment and training and for the support and community that comes from like-minded Christians. Your children need Lutheran friends who can become Lutheran spouses. If you don't have that where you live, you should move. 
One of the places you should consider is Fort Wayne so that you can attend Redeemer, maybe send your kids to Redeemer Classical School, or just get your homeschooled kids involved with the school. Besides the church, Fort Wayne has lots to offer, including jobs. If you want to talk to families that have done just this, picked up and moved to Fort Wayne for the sake of the church, we can introduce you to some. And if you want to come for a visit, we can even help with housing. Life's too short and your children are too precious to live where you aren't spiritually fed and cared for. Your job, your income, is not the most important thing in your life. Find Redeemer Lutheran in Fort Wayne on the internet and drop us a line. We'd love to help. You wish your classical school could do more for struggling learners? Uncertain where to begin? The Memoria Press Schools Division includes Cheryl Swope, author of Simply Classical, a beautiful education for any child. The schools division will happily assist your school. Memoria Press offers an entire line of special needs resources for teaching math, reading, spelling, and more. Contact schools at memoriapress.com or order directly from simplyclassical.com with coupon code LPR23. Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. It's This Week in Pop Christianity. We're talking about Katie Souza and her claims of time travel. Pastor Chris Rosebro of Fighting for the Faith is our guest. Steinman and Lessing have produced an excellent resource for pastor students and lay people. Their book is comprehensive in its scope and clear in its explanations. A student recently asked me where he could go to find out about the Messianic prophecies of the Old Testament. The Messianic Message will now be on my recommended list. That's Walter Terry Meyer III. He's professor of exegetical theology at Concordia Theological Seminary, Fort Wayne, Indiana. On the Issues, etc., Book of the Month for September, The Messianic Message, Predictions, Patterns, and the Presence of Jesus in the Old Testament. You can find out about this great resource at our website, issuesetc.org, or call Concordia Publishing House, 1-800-325-3040, 1-800-325-3040, ask for the Messianic message. Chris, I got a question about this basic claim of time travel. If Katie Souza can go back thousands of years, why not just one day? I'll write a number on a whiteboard then we'll wait a day. She can travel back in time to when I wrote it and erase it, and we'll see what happens. Why won't she do something as simple as that? Because <laughs> this is a tall... T- she's she's a flim-flam scammer. I, I I like to put it this way, is, is that this woman, you know, she's open about the fact that she used to cook crystal meth, uh, although she never uh, reached the... Uh, the uh, illustrious legendary proportions of Walter White but uh, you know, she was a she was a crystal meth cook i think she's still cooking crystal meth it's just that this is the spiritual version of it and and so she's still running the same kind of criminal activity but this is spiritual criminal activity on her part so the reason why she can't demonstrate this and actually say all right so i'm going to travel back in time you'll see me yesterday the reason she can't do it is because she can't do it. The proof isn't in the pudding. She's just a fast talker and seems to make appeals to things that somewhat make sense. But in fact, the, the only people she's fooling are the biblically illiterate and the naive. What's next? Okay, we have another claim on her part is that the Apostle Paul also did this, therefore you can do it. 
or, you know, something would manifest big, not just like, oh, that was a fun dream. It wasn't even like many times I actually went body, soul, spirit and everything back. And I would know I was doing that because I would be, you know, thinking I was having a dream. But though in that dream, I was feeling things like I was touching. I could feel wind. I could feel movement. I could touch things. And I thought, wow, you know, I'm really here. And then I would open my eyes. I'd say, well, if I open my eyes, I will know if I'm in my bed or not. And then I'd open my eyes and I would not be in my bed. I would be in that place I was seeing. So I knew. And the the Bible talks about us going everything, not just in the spirit, but body, soul, spirit, the whole package going. I mean, Paul said in the, I went, he went into the third heaven, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. He said it twice. Twice. Hey, Philip was transported. He was baptized in the Ethiopian eunuch. Right. And it says he completely disappeared and right. showed up in a town called Astos. So the whole package yep. went. You know, uh, Apostle John did it too. Yeah, and you know, the, the idea, I've been transported in the spirit and I've been yeah. translated in the spirit. Yeah. As you know, transfer right. our audience. Transport in the spirit is what you're saying. Yeah, Body, soul, thing. spirit, the whole thing right. being physically moved from one right. place to another instantaneously. Mm-hmm. I've been translated in the spirit where I have gone and ministered in different regions in of the, the world in the spirit. Spirit yes. while still being like in my Your home in Maricopa, still being there. or yes. it sometimes will happen to me in worship and meetings yes. in one place. I'll be translated in the spirit you to minister someplace else. Away. But what you've been getting from God is yeah. not only that's moving through space. In yeah, the that's spirit, moving through space. It's God not, has been showing yeah. you this accessing in the eternal realm for moving through time and both. What was yes. interesting, you shared about this when we were yeah. down doing the shows for God TV in Orlando. You shared about this, and I was watching your episode. And right. while I was watching the episode, I was in the back with um, Tony Kemp, and we were praying for you as you were doing yeah. that show. And I was watching the one camera. It was like this. It was a three-camera setup. Yeah. And I could see through the camera monitor you. And while you were sharing on this, the only language I have for it is I was watching you phase. And it was like this overlap of images of you. And at first I thought it was a glitch on the camera. Right. But I'm watching the cameraman and it wasn't. And then after the show was done, I asked him about it. He said, I didn't see anything like that. And when I asked the Lord about it, he said, no, I was showing you that what she's teaching is true. Right. And the the phasing was like past, present, future, all All overlapping. All in the now. All in the now. This sounds a lot like science fiction to me. (laughs) Not a lot of science, but maybe just fiction. A lot. Uh Uh-huh. What are they claiming with all of this? I've been transported, I've been translated, and that this time travel, now I was kind of curious about it, is not merely a mental or spiritual thing. They claim to have been transported in time, body, soul, and spirit. And they seem to say that there are people in the Bible who did this all the time, too. Yes. So you'll note that they made reference to the Apostle Paul, to Philip, and the account of the Ethiopian eunuch, and then a claim that the Apostle John also did this. And this is basically a fast one. This is a uh, this is like biblical sleight of hand. This is a magic trick on their part, because no one in the Scriptures, including Philip, the Apostle Paul, and the Apostle John, not a single one of them ever did any traveling like this in time and space. You know, at least, you know, they didn't do any time travel. And the text that she referenced was from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, where the Apostle Paul talks about he had a vision, a revelation of heaven. And listen to the language. So this is Paul basically trying to put down the uh, 
claims of the so-called super apostles. He says, if I must go on boasting, though there's nothing to be gained by it, I will go on to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. So you note that Katie Seuss and Rob Hodgkins were making this point that, oh, we are being transported, you know, we're doing time travel in body, and it's the whole package, and the Apostle Paul here says, whether I was in the body or out of the body, he says, I don't know, God knows. And I know that this man was caught up into paradise, whether in the body or out of the body, I don't know, God knows. And he heard things that cannot be told, which man may not utter. But you're going to note here, this is not an example of time travel. This is an example of him having a vision of heaven. It's similar to the Apostle John. This is not an, an example of time travel. And Paul doesn't even know if this all took place inside of his head or whether it was him having his soul ripped out of his body and that ascending up into heaven or whether his whole body and soul were snatched up to heaven for this vision. He doesn't know the nature of it. But the one thing we can say that it isn't is an example of backwards time travel, which it's not. So you'll note that they make a reference to this text completely ignore what it's actually saying and what it's about and roll it up into their argument that God wants us to be engaging in time travel. And I feel like I'm insane having to even talk about this, but this is legitimately a doctrine that's making the rounds in evangelicalism right now. So he tells this little story about how he's watching her yeah. during a broadcast and watching her phase or whatever it was, past, present, and future, all in one place. And his easy go-to seems to be, in every one of the stories he tells, that Jesus just suddenly tells him, oh, by the way, that, this is what I was trying to show you. It's almost like Jesus is Siri or something. He can just, hey, <laughs> hey, Jesus, what am I seeing here? Right. I, I like that. Jesus is Siri. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> but you're right. That's exactly what he's doing. That's his go-to. I, I asked the Lord. As I was listening to it, I was thinking, so the television monitor glitched like one of them horror movies, you know, Samara. I forget the name. It was at the ring or something like that. And so the, the, the television glitched and you claim that God told you because you just say, hey, what was that, Lord? Oh, and and he says, oh, yeah, that, that was just me trying to let you know that everything that she's saying is true. If what she was saying is true, and this is a Christian practice, don't you think there would be biblical texts that explain this to us? And we can point to actual passages from the apostles where they did this thing and have explained to us the importance of us doing it for ourselves. But there are no texts that say this. So you're going to note they're just spinning yarns at this point. And with the expectation is that their audience is so gullible, they're just going to eat this stuff up. And unfortunately, their audience hasn't let them down. Their audience indeed is gullible and is just eating this stuff up when they should instead be biblically scrutinizing it. Pastor Chris Rosebro is our guest. We're talking about Katie Souza and her claims of time travel. It's this week in Pop Christianity. When we come back, why time travel? Issues Etc. Regular guests Dr. Reed Lessing and Dr. Andrew Steinman are the authors of our Book of the Month for September, The Messianic Message, Predictions, Patterns, and the Presence of Jesus in the Old Testament. This new book is published by Concordia Publishing House. Their phone number, 
1-800-325-3040, or learn more about the Messianic message at issuesetc.org. Study the Old Testament through a Christ-centered lens with the Issues Etc. Book of the Month, The Messianic Message. The Church's Music from the 20th Century The 17th Century The 11th Century The 8th Century The 4th Century The best of the church's music from the past 2,000 years. LutheranPublicRadio.org Luther Academy provides additional theological education for our mission partners around the world, specifically pastors who are asking for additional education but do not have the necessary resources in their own church bodies. By donating to Luther Academy today, you will be supplying food, housing, books, professors, and travel for Lutheran pastors who attend our conferences. To learn more about Luther Academy and how you can donate today, visit lutheracademy.com, lutheracademy.com. An oasis in the desert of pop American Christianity, you're listening to Issues Etc. Thanks to the following congregations for standing with us by becoming an Issues Etc. congregational sponsor. Advent Lutheran, Zionsville, Indiana. Concordia Lutheran, Sykeston, Missouri. Grace Lutheran, Auburn, Michigan. Emmanuel Lutheran, Everett, Washington, Messiah Lutheran, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Our Savior Lutheran, Ridgecrest, California, Redeemer Lutheran, Los Alamos, New Mexico, St. John Lutheran, New Berlin, Illinois, St. Paul Lutheran, Montevideo, Minnesota, Trinity Lutheran, Okmulgee, Oklahoma, and Zion Lutheran, St. Labore, Nebraska. Find out how your confessional Lutheran church can support this worldwide outreach by including Issues Etc. in your mission or advertising budget. Just go to issuesetc.org, click Support, Donate, and print a one-page flyer. When your congregation becomes an Issues Etc. sponsor, we'll publicize your church on the podcast, at our website, and in the Issues Etc. journal. We're talking about Katie Souza's claims of time travel with Pastor Chris Rosebro of Fighting for the Faith. It's This Week in Pop Christianity. I'm Todd Wilkin. So what's next, Chris? Okay, now we're going to get into an example of why, you know, at least Katie Seuss is going to explain to us why time travel is so practical and important if we want better outcomes in our life. I think right. as Christians, we're getting used to the idea of transport and translation yes. in the spirit in yeah. space. Right. But, but this is a whole new thing right. about moving through time. Yeah, this is a really good point. I just, yes, we have been translating and transporting, you know, through space, but we are staying in this now moment realm. Right. 
So this is different because it's traveling through space and time. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's really important for us to know because space and time are totally tied together. Yes. Okay, I mean, think about it. Even, you know, we live in three dimensions of space, height, depth, width, or coordinates, longitude, right. latitude, right. altitude. Right. But we also live in time. Like if you wanted to find the location of a plane as it's flying over, you'd need to know the coordinates, yeah. the longitude, the latitude, and the altitude, where it was gonna be in space, mm -hmm. okay, the location. Right. But in order to find the plane, you'd have to actually know what time exactly. it was gonna be there at those coordinates. And that's how it is with when we go back in time and even forward in time. When we go back in time, we go back to where a problem came upon our bloodline and so when we travel okay. we actually go to the location that problem came on like let's say uh, cancer first came in your bloodline you know 50 years ago on your mother who you know lived in a toxic region or okay. something yeah you know uh, uh, where a spill was or something okay. of chemicals yeah. Yeah. okay so it actually happened to her at a specific time and at a specific place right. a location right. in space so when we go traveling through time and space, we don't we don't just go back to the you know it happened 50 years ago, so 19 whatever you know 60 to whatever it was, right? We don't just go back to that time, that okay. date, right. but we actually go back to the location where it first came upon us because time and space are intricately tied together. You yes. can't have one well, they, without the other. They were created at the same time. In yeah. Genesis 1, verses 1 through 25, we see God bringing forth time and space. Yes. So one of the things as Christians we need to get our head around yeah. is that time and space is a created substance. It is. God creates it in Genesis 1. Yes. Now, mm -hmm. it's, it's not that that time and space don't exist. They do exist, yes. but they're a created substance like a bubble inside the eternal realm. Right. And the well, way God dumbs it down for me is, once again, the eternal realm is his realm, the realm of I am, which is always present tense. So time and space exist as a bubble within the eternal realm of constant present tense. So okay, we can that's really access, good. we can I like access any, because yeah. for God, he's mm -hmm. not the great I was or the great I will be, he's the great I am. Uh, yes. So he, but he created time and space, right. he invades time and space, right. but we don't have to experience time and space in three dimensions of past, present, future. Yeah, right. One of the things that I wonder about is, you know, she talks about going back and fixing cancer in your bloodline again. Could she go back and like prevent a few things? Could she go back and you know, kill baby Hitler or something like that. Uh, <laughs> why worry about your bloodline when you, if you could truly time travel, right? You could go back and change a lot of things. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And you can save a whole lot of people, a whole lot of misery by doing so. But let's just take her example for a second here. You know, she gave us an example of saying your mother 50 years ago lived in a region where she was exposed to toxic elements that then resulted in her getting cancer later in life. So if I were to go back in time to the place where my mother got exposed to this cancerous elements, I'd be needing to wear a hazmat suit so that I'm not exposed to them and then I develop cancer later myself. You're going to note here there's there's like questions regarding personal safety and how then do I rescue my mother because would I need to somehow convince her that she needs to move to a different area otherwise she's going to get cancer. You're going to note that merely traveling back in time doesn't solve anything unless you change what has happened in the past in order to get a different outcome in the future. 
And so you're at this point, we're talking about creating different timelines. So forget the big impact that this is going to have on everybody. But again, where in Scripture are we told by God that we need to get this time travel activation so we can go back and fix problems in our bloodlines? I would note that each and every one of us, we suffer the consequences of sin. And all of this begins in the Garden of Eden, and every single one of us was conceived and born dead in trespasses and sins. And as a result of it, we are seeing across the globe and in our own personal lives the multiplied consequences of our rebellion against God. And the solution to this is not time travel. The solution to this is Jesus Christ, second person of the Holy Trinity, born of the Virgin Mary, then suffers, bleeds, and dies for our sins on the cross under Pontius Pilate, is bodily raised from the grave on the third day after he's crucified and now is ascended to heaven, and he's given us a gospel to go and to proclaim that in him there is the forgiveness of our sins, and we are told that despite all of the consequences of our collective sin, that Christ is going to make all things new. And he's going to, if you would, regenesis the world on the day when he returns in glory to judge the living and the dead. So I don't need to go back in time. Christ has told us what's coming in the future, and what's coming in the future is the solution to everything, and it's all free because he's the one who's paid the price in his own blood so that we can be forgiven and pardoned and then spend eternity with him in a new heaven and a new earth. What did you make of their kind of amateur cosmology physics lesson on how time and space are tied together? <laughs> amateur cosmology is a polite way of putting it. I have lesser polite ways of saying it, but I don't think it's appropriate for the radio. Chris Roseborough is our guest. Katie Souza and her claims of time travel is our topic. I'm Todd Wilkin. You're connected to issues, etc. Folks, you only have four more days to order the recordings of the 2023 Issues Etc. Making the Case conference. We'll send you a link, username, and password to video recordings and audio downloads for a $300 donation by Labor Day. You can order by giving us a call, 618-223-8385, or you can order at issuesetc.org. On the other side, Katie Souza claims that Jesus models time travel for us. If you were unable to attend this year's Making the Case conference, we have good news for you. We've produced a recording of each of the speakers' presentations, all of the worship services, and the hymn sing. You can watch an on-demand video stream or download a podcast for a contribution of $300 to Issues Etc. by Labor Day. Learn more at issuesetc.org or make your $300 check payable to Issues Etc. and send it to Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. Job saw the city as a wasteland as if devoid of God, witnessing injustice to the poor by the corrupt, lawlessness of criminals, trafficking of children, blatant immorality, thinking God could not see wicked deeds done in the dark of night. Yet God never abandoned Job nor his city groaning for mercy. God is working through the living Redeemer, hands etched with salvation, pointing to the resurrection to come. 
Join us at lcms.org slash citymission to seek peace and shine the light in the city. More topics, more guests, more Jesus. You're listening to Issues Etc. Christological. My friends, Jesus comes only for sinners. Historical. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by Sacramental. Take and eat. This is the true body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, given unto death for your sins. To find a Christological, historical, and sacramental church near you, go to issuesetc.org and click Find a Church. Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. Pastor Chris Rosebro is our guest of Fighting for the Faith. We're talking about Katie Souza and her claims of time travel. Chris, what's our final cut here? This is going to be outrageous. Is that Katie Souza now is going to double down and claim that Jesus has modeled this time travel scenario for us in the Gospels? You're going to see it's not just esoteric knowledge to make us feel all Christian yeah, mystical. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be an incredibly practical application that unlocks miracles in your life from this. Whoa, yeah. So we're not talking about we travel in time by, like, projecting our thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. No, 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 no. We're traveling in time by connecting to the eternal realm that we're connected to yes. through Christ. And in the eternal realm, there is. I mean, that's what God was getting to me right. in the hotel room in Singapore. No, I need you to understand, in me, it's not at the beginning and at the end in me it's beginning and the end all at once so all of time right. is available to him all in the present tense and we were talking in the red room beforehand as you said and Jesus actually models this to us in scripture he does and absolutely th- there was a scripture you were talking about where he ministers it was the man with the, the crippled hand right? yes the man with the withered hand I'm trying to I think it's uh, mark 3 so it is Mark 3, and okay. I'm going to start at verse 1. And it's basically, it talks about Jesus going to the synagogue, and there was a man there with a withered hand. And, it, and in the Amplified Classic, it says that it was as a result of an accident or a disease. Okay. See, that's really important to note, to note because that means that there was a, a, a time that that accident right. or disease happened and a, a location in space that it happened. Yes. I don't know where it was for this man. Right. But somewhere in time and, and in space, in the past, he had an accident or a disease. Right. Come upon right, him. Exactly. Okay. So then it says. So there's he, a marker inside of time there is, of where this got right. in. And Jesus has given us a GPS to find right. it, right? right? Okay. So the long and the short of this is that Jesus tells that man to stand up, right? And then he says this. He says, "Stretch forth thine hand." Right. And he says, "When the man stretched it forth, it was completely restored." Yes. Okay. Now, when you look at the language there, so just okay, to go play, ahead. To, just to talk this through and to help the yeah. audience, that sounds to me like Jesus shows up 
does what Jesus does. He sees an issue, he deals with the issue, yes. he says, be healed, the man's healed. But that all sounds to me like it's happening in the present. But there's something inside <laughs> right. of Scripture right. that God showed you that actually shows, yes, it's happening in the present and space and time, but in the eternal realm, it's happening it, through yep. a type of time travel. Absolutely. And see, that's why we have to you know, be a brand and study yes. so we can find out these things. So I began to look at this because God led me to the Scripture. And the word stretch forth there is actually the Greek word ektano, ektano. Okay. Okay, now part of that word is ek, and the word ek, if you look it up in the Strong's, you can simply do that, it, it denotes origin. It denotes right. the time, the place, and the cause an event springed out of. So when Jesus said, stretch forth thine hand, Jesus is going back to the time the hand got yes. withered, the place or the location and yes. space it got withered, and the cause, the accident or the disease, that made it get withered. There you go. And he healed it right at the root. There you go. See, this is normal for Jesus. Yes. So, Chris, I'm going to label that particular cut the dangers of the amplified version of the Bible and bad lexicon work. Right. <laughs> she doesn't know Greek. I have a degree in biblical languages. I teach Greek. This is no way to handle a biblical word. And, and she doesn't even know how to pronounce it. It's ectino is how it's pronounced. And here's what she did. She took the word and she ignored what the word means. And she broke it into its two component parts, ek and tinon, and then focused in on the word ek, which is, yeah, that's legitimately part of it, and then hunted down for one of its potential meanings. And one of its potential meanings does have to do with origin, but it usually means from, okay, out of or from. But the Greek word ektino means to cause an object to extend to its full length in space or to stretch out. That's what ektino means. She's ignoring the lexicon meaning of that word, focusing in on one of its component parts, ek, and then saying, well, because ek means one of its potential definitions has to do with origin, and it does, therefore Jesus traveled in time and fixed the problem at its root in time and space. This is absurd beyond all reason. In fact, this is such a jump of logic, evil Knievel could not span that chasm even in his rocket ship he couldn't cross it it's just that bad and anybody who's studied even a little bit of greek formally knows that what she just said is complete kookery this is not how anyone studies the original language of koine greek what did you make of her defaulting to the amplified version of the bible and pulling out of it somehow the fact that the man's hand was withered due to a disease or an accident so one of the things that the Amplified does, and this is part of the reason why the Amplified is not a sound translation at all, is that it engages in something called illegitimate totality transfer. I know that's a very technical term, but the idea here is, is what the Amplified does is it takes all of the potential meanings of a particular word and pours it into every time that word appears. As a result of it, you'll note that when you read the Amplified, it gives you like 15 different options for what a particular verb can mean in, a, in that particular context, but that's not how language works. Let me give you an example. 
So the word up, that is a word that has multiple meanings in our language. And the context in which it is used determines its meaning. So if I said, I ascended up the stairs, we understand that up there means to ascend. If I said, I threw up, that means that I evacuated the contents of my stomach onto the floor or into the toilet, depending on if I got to the toilet in time. And up in that context means something very different than if I said I ascended up the stairs. But if I were to say I beat that fellow up, that's a different meaning altogether. And the context determines the actual meaning. So what the Amplified does is it ignores the context and just gives you all of the potential meanings and says it means all of these things at the same time every time it appears. And that's just nonsense. And that's the reason why the Amplified is not a solid translation and should be avoided because it causes complete confusion and ignores the fact that words mean specific things in the context in which they're stated. So what are we to make of all of this? Why is she so anxious to push the notion that not only does she time travel and her partner in crime there both time travel, but that all Christians time travel? The reason is actually uh, quite simple. And the reason is because of greed. Scripture specifically warns us that in the last days that false teachers and false Christ would arise and that they would teach twisted things because of their greed. In fact, here's what Peter writes in his last epistle, Second Peter chapter 2. False prophets also rose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their sensuality, and because of them the way of truth will be blasphemed. And in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. That's the reason why. Katie Sousa is saying these things and is passionate about getting all of this out because if you want to know how to Christian time travel, the only way you will learn this is not by reading your Bible, but by buying her books and her DVDs. That's the reason why. So she's doing this for a greed reason, not because of a love for truth. So the average person listening to her, you mentioned she has an enormous number of subscribers to her YouTube channel. They watch it and say, I've never time traveled. I've never thought I was dreaming and woken up in a different place in a different time. I've never gone back to the origins of some problem in my life and my bloodline. Yeah, they say that when that happens, they feel like they're not part of the in crowd that somehow their Christianity is lacking, that they don't have enough faith, they haven't been activated, and they don't understand why somebody like Katie Sousa with such a sketchy past, why God is allowing her to do all of this stuff while they've never been to prison and all this. And so they oftentimes feel that there's something wrong with them, and they go along with all of this and buy the books and stuff like this for the purpose of, so that they can do these things that these other people are doing. But in reality, it never works because this is all just the claim that you're selling magic beans. At the end of the day, you're just selling beans. Explain why we don't need to resort to time travel. Explain why, according to what Scripture teaches us, the Christian not only doesn't have the ability to, but does not need to travel back in time and solve problems from their lives. The Scripture is clear that the one who is blessed in, is the one whose sins are forgiven. 
the one whose transgressions are covered. And as a result of this, I don't need to go back in time. I can't undo what I've done, nor can I undo what has been done to me. Instead, the solution is not going back and fixing our timelines. The solution that Christ has come up with is letting sin run its course in our life and on our planet, and then bringing everything to a cataclysmic ending where he judges the living and the dead, and he creates a new heaven and a new earth. And so he's going to make our paths straight, and he's going to bring us, we have the hope of him bringing us to a place where there is no sickness, there is no disease, there is no sin, there are no consequences of sin, and that is in the new earth that Christ will create in, on the day when he returns in glory to judge the living and the dead. And so we can't fix what's broken here. You can't put Humpty dumpty back together again and there's no point in trying instead christ is going to bring everything through death and resurrection and on the end of all of that we'll be raised from the dead in a world without end and i don't need to fix what's been done in the past that's all forgiven and pardoned by the shed blood of christ on the cross we started with why teachers feel the need to come up with something new and increasingly bizarre in order to keep the audience but what is the danger of believing something like this that Katie Suzet teaches. It's a false Jesus and a false gospel that she's preaching. This ultimately undermines the biblical gold standard, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ and the good news that Christ has bled and died for the forgiveness of our sins. And God specifically has made it very clear that he wills, it is God's will that in his church that the only doctrine that is to be taught is sound doctrine. It is not God's will that we teach novelties and false doctrine and false things like this. Instead, it is God's will that people who teach these false things be silenced. And so this is an act of rebellion against God on the part of Christians who are listening to these people. It is an act of rebellion against God on Katie Seuss and Rob Hodgkin who are teaching these false doctrines. And those who worship God are to worship him in spirit and in truth. And there are there wasn't an ounce of truth in anything that they said regarding Christian time travel. It's a complete smoke and mirrors myth created to make money. Pastor Chris Rosebro is pastor of Consfinger Lutheran Church in Oslo, Minnesota. He's creator and host of the YouTube channel, Fighting for the Faith. You'll find a link to Fighting for the Faith at our website, issuesetc.org. Click Talk On Demand Archives. Chris, thank you. Thank you, Todd. Next week on Issues Etc., we'll discuss the vocation of police officer with the former police officer, Pastor Paul Norris. We'll begin a series with Dr. Ken Sherb on evangelism, and we'll visit with Drs. Reed Lessing and Andrew Steinman, authors of our book of the month, The Messianic Message. I'm Todd Wilkin. Go to church on Sunday. Thanks for listening to Issues Etc. Listen weekday afternoons to Pastor Todd Wilkin and guests on Issues Etc., Issues Etc. is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is vital for the continuation and expansion of this worldwide outreach. Our mailing address, Issues Etc., P.O. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. You can also donate at our website, issuesetc.org. Issues Etc. is a production of LPR, Lutheran Public Radio.